You're listening to the Superpower Podcast, Superpower Kids Edition, where author, philanthropist, and Superpower Kids founder, Neverly Reckla, inspires kids to discover their superpowers and change Hi the kids, world. Hi kids, this is your Superpower Kid, Neva Lee Reckla. Today I'm so excited for what we're talking about. We are talking about empowering entrepreneurs to write. And I think that's such an amazing topic because I personally love to read and it takes me to this like magical realm of possibilities. And our guest today, his name is Derek Taylor Kent and he is a children's author and he is also a screenwriter and a director in Los Angeles and he has wrote the award-winning series Scary School. So without further ado, will you help me please welcome our guest, Derek Taylor Kent. Hi, Derek. Thank you for coming on. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited. So what are your superpowers? Uh, I think I have two superpowers. (laughs) Uh, My first superpower, I think, has always been my imagination. Uh, I think that's what always felt like set me apart from everyone else when I was a kid, when everyone else would like to go out to recess and play. Sometimes I'd like to stay in and just keep writing my weird, crazy, silly stories. (laughs) That is awesome. Uh, So I just loved fantasy, science fiction, anything that would take me, kind of like what you said, away from the world and into amazing, magical places. I love creating my own characters and worlds. I love world building. Um, Yeah. My other superpower, I think, had to be my sense of humor. I loved making people laugh, especially my friends and kids. Uh, And as I grew older, I was still really good at it, making my friends laugh, but especially making kids laugh. So when I started writing books, I wanted to write books that would be like the funniest books ever, (laughs) where you'd laugh three times every page. That that was my goal. (laughs) And it ended up working really well because... The book you mentioned, Scary School, ended up winning a book award for funniest chapter book of the year. That's awesome. Um, I like inspiring kids to learn to love reading through laughter. That's really cool. And I am just like you. I know you mentioned science fiction. I am very much into science. Oh, yeah. I love reading it. And it, like, takes you into, like, this new world. Yeah. It's like everything else around you doesn't matter. It's like just focusing on this one thing. It's really cool. That's awesome. Well, if you like to read, that's a really good sign for you and what you can be able to do in the world because it's the more you read, um, it kind of is, it shows you like the more usually successful people are, but successful just in terms of achieving their goals and dreams or what they want to do, whatever that is. Reading helps you in every part of that process. Yeah, I agree. Yes. So what was the first thing you wrote that inspired you to write books? Ooh, what a great question. <laughs> um, I started writing, I, thought, I think it felt like pretty seriously. Like I felt like I was a writer when I was just seven years old. Wow. Um, that's that's cool. when I started. I used to read the dictionary in class during free reading time. That's awesome. <laughs> so I could learn crazy, weird new words that even the teachers didn't know. <laughs> that's awesome um i actually started writing children's books when i was just 15 years old wow I always writing poetry i loved rhyming and writing silly stories 
And I got really into Dr. Seuss again. I got re-obsessed with Dr. Seuss when I was 15 years old in high school. (laughs) And so I thought that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to write rhyming um, books like he did, but I instead, but mine were different because they were more like epic fantasy stories like Wizard of Oz and Lord of the Rings and stuff with dragons, but I liked his his style of rhyming. Um, That's really cool. I tried that for a long time, but my first ones that ended up getting published that I wrote was one I wrote in college called Simon in the Solar System. Ooh, that's Um, cool. It's a rhyming picture book that uh, teaches you everything about the planets and stars in a fun rhyming adventure. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of how I incorporate my love of science and astronomy into my writing. That's really cool. Yeah. Because I think that if you're doing something, you should do what you love. Exactly. And it's kind of cool because I actually started writing my book a year and a half ago when I was seven. <laughs> <laughs> and it still isn't out yet, but I did start writing when I was seven, and it's really fun. Now hopefully you'll finish it soon. <laughs> yeah, it's actually coming out very soon. Oh, that's great. I'm excited. Ooh, um, book signings together. Yes. So what is the age of the of your audience so what makes difference in a lot of other authors is i write for a lot of different age groups okay Um, so for instance i wrote a book with my wife we are going to be interviewing next week sherry fink Um, we co-wrote this book together called counting sea life with a little sea horse that teaches kids how to count so that's for you know the toddler age group and then i have when i showed you simon in the solar system i have to write bilingual books uh, for that same awesome. which is based on my doggy sitting right over there that teaches kids Spanish and English and is for ages three to eight so that's um, that picture book age group where you're writing yes. stories and picture books is ages three to eight here's yes. another one that I just my newest one doggy Club. Um, but I'm most well known for my middle grade books which is the scary school series which you can see right here I'm definitely putting that on my wish list to read yeah, there's four books in that series so far. Um, so that's what I'm most known for. It's a really fun series to get into. It's like Harry Potter, but with a little Ooh. scarier and more funny. And this is my brand new one called Principal Mikey. <laughs> it's cool. uh, for ages, um, Scary School and Principal Mikey are for ages 7 to 12. Okay. Um, and this one's about a 10-year-old kid who becomes principal of his school. And I even <laughs> had my first grown-up book just come out. Uh, Ooh. It's called Kubrick's Game. So it's a puzzle adventure thriller, kind of like Ready Player One. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what's cool is like I just write whatever I'm inspired to do in the moment is what I write. And I kind of don't worry about what age group I'm, I'm writing for at the time or like, oh, all my fans were middle grade books. But I really wanted to write that picture book or that one for grown up. So I'm a little bit different from most authors in that I like to vary – uh, who I write for based on whatever story is kind of expiring me and what's the best fit for it. Yeah, that's really cool. Because I like how you write from the heart. It's like whatever you need to say, you say. And then that that's what we do when we are writing my book. My mom would type it out for me. Uh-huh. I would, I'm a, I pace when I'm thinking and like my, and thoughts are going through my mind. Uh-huh. So I just, and she'd be like, okay, stop right there. Let me write this. Then I would keep going. (laughs) 
Well, hopefully you learned to type by now so you can type faster than you than, than she can. Yeah. <laughs> That's what helps a lot. Yeah. And then go back and edit it because I'll be typing and like really fast and then it comes out in like gibberish. Uh-huh. <laughs> so why do you think that entrepreneurs and kids should start writing? Um, because entrepreneurship is something that you can do by yourself. Like if you don't have a lot of support or help around you, you don't really need it. You can do everything yourself if you have the drive and the passion and writing is the same way. Yeah. A lot of times if you want to go out and make movies, for instance, you have to get a lot of people together you have to get the actors and the people to work the cameras and do it. It's a big group process, which is great and a lot of fun, but writing is something you can do all alone. You don't yeah. need anybody else there. Uh, it's just you and your notebook or your laptop, whatever you have. Um, and entrepreneurship kind of has that same spirit. So if you're inspired enough and driven enough to sit down and write something, then I think you have that same drive is what drives entrepreneurs because they have that passion to take something that's in their mind, a vision, and bring it to reality uh, and turn it into a business. And if you... Um, are smart about your writing, you can turn your own writing into its own business, which is what me and my wife are doing together with our company called uh, Whimsical World. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, so that's a company we just started together, which is awesome. And so our mission is to inspire, delight, and educate children of all ages while planting seeds of self-esteem and high achievement. That's awesome. We're using that message and that goal, and we can do it in a lot of different ways, whether it's through books, live experiences, different kinds of whimsical products. So we're finding all sorts of different ways to achieve that goal of helping kids. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Well, we can actually get talking to this more, but can you tell people where they can go to find out more about you? Absolutely. Thank you. Um, Our website for Whimsical World is whimsicalworldbooks.com. Okay. And if I, I have my own personal website too that has like everything I've ever done in my life on it, <laughs> whether it, I've done a lot of little movies, funny skits, music, books, everything. And that's awesome. DerekTaylorKent.com. Awesome. Well, definitely go check it out because he is a kid at heart. Yeah. So we've been talking with Derek Taylor Kent about empowering entrepreneurs to write. We'll be right back. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Okay, we're back and we've been talking with Derek Taylor Kent about empowering entrepreneurs to write. So we really fast get to do funny FaceTime. And Hamlet is going to join us. <laughs> but we have to make our funniest faces in three seconds. Are you ready? How many faces do we do? 
You can just do one. That's what I do. One. I want to get really close because I can do something that I, very few people can do with my face. I'm scared. <laughs> okay, yeah, ready? Uh-huh. Three, two, one. Ah! <laughs> That's a good funny face. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Those are good funny faces. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, what were you like as a kid? I was always very shy uh, and kind of introverted. I I liked sports a lot, so I like kind of doing that, and that kind of got me out of my shell. Um, That's cool. But it was always very hard for me to kind of make new friends and talk to people, which is why I think I gravitated so much toward reading and writing. Yeah. Because uh, I kind of felt like the characters in the books were my friends, and if I didn't like the way the world was or if someone was being mean to me, I could help get through it through my writing by writing stories about similar experiences or just trying to forget all about it by going into those worlds of fantasy that I like to create. That's really cool. Yeah. So what were your favorite, what was your favorite book as a kid or were your favorite books? Oh, great question. (laughs) Uh, I, (laughs) I loved uh, the Sideways Stories from Wayside School series by Louis Sachar. And that was my biggest inspiration for Scary School. I didn't, I used to not like reading very much uh, when I was a kid. So a lot of times books were being kind of forced on me that were too old for me, that I thought were boring. Um, but when I read those books, those were considered like the funniest books ever when I was a kid. And I think they still are. If you want to read awesome. the funniest ever, check those out. That's um, awesome. When I read those books is when I first realized that reading could be fun and funny and it could make me laugh like crazy. Yeah. Uh, then I could kind of try and find more books like that. Yeah. Uh, and I love the Dr. Seuss books, of course. Uh, <laughs> my favorite one was the, was the Lorax. Ooh. Yeah. That's really cool. And sometimes I feel like I'm reading and I'm like talking to the person in the book. Wow. So... I read this series called Dork Diaries. Oh, of course. And I've read the books multiple times. <laughs> I just got the 13th one for Christmas, but each and every book I read, the, I own three, so it's one, two, three. I read those at least 10, 15 times over and over again. <laughs> and then I've read the other ones at least twice. If you like those books, you'll actually really love Principal Mikey because I was very inspired by Dork Diaries when I wrote wrote Principal Mikey. Yeah. Yeah. Same kind of art style and humor into into the books. Yeah, I'll I'll check that out. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but it's like I'm hearing the main character speak and it's like, one, I can resonate with some of the things that are in the book. And so it's like I'm talking to me <laughs> almost <laughs> yeah and so it's like like a mirror image of me almost so it's like oh i agree with that you know have you ever written fan fiction before fan fiction i have not so fan fiction is something you might be really fun to do that's where you kind of pretend to be the author who wrote that book and write other stories based on using those same characters the books and stories. So, and you can post it online and there's a huge following for fan fiction. Like you could get a lot of fans 
um, people who are also into those books, like they, they want to read more of them, but there aren't enough. So fans of the books who like to write actually write their own stories. That's and awesome. Like continue. And sometimes it's better than others. Like, oh, that definitely wasn't written by that. <laughs> but it doesn't yeah. seem the same at all. Uh, but sometimes it's like you can't even tell the difference. It's so good. You're like, oh, I wonder if the author actually wrote that. Yeah, that's so really cool. Continuing something and you love it that much, you can actually feel like you're a part of that world. That's really cool. Yeah. I was so sad because I was waiting for the 13th book to come out. And uh -huh. so we kept on going back to the library to see. Then I got it for Christmas and I, I was very, very excited. Oh, yay. And it's like almost like when a, your favorite show leaves a cliffhanger. Uh -huh. That's what it was like. <laughs> I like to leave cliffhangers in my writing too. <laughs> yeah. See, the nice part is with books, you can keep reading though. Yes. Until the book ends, and then you have to wait for the next book to come out. Or you just read it again. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, what I did is I'd, re I'd read it, and then I would forget about it and read the next book. Or sometimes I would, like, go one and then go to three and then go to two because two ties into one. Right. And that's what I did. And then I could like keep going with the books, but I wouldn't remember it. Oh, okay. And, That's a good strategy. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, I read at night if I can't sleep. Um, and so it's really fun. But there was actually one time a couple of days ago where I finished an entire book just sitting in the chair reading because and my mom was wrapping up some work, and so I just read, and I don't know how long it took me, but it was probably about an hour and a half or so. And I was very proud of myself. <laughs> the first time you finished a book in one sitting? Well, I have. A long book? <laughs> yeah. A long yeah. book, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I've read books. Sometimes I'll read, like, half like maybe a quarter of the book one night, then the rest of the night, if I really can't sleep, I read the rest. Right. And something I like to do is like challenge myself. What's the highest page number I can get to? Ooh, that's great. Or, or something I do if I get really tired, I look until till the next chapter, uh -huh. but then I keep on reading <laughs> and then I look till the next one and then I don't want to go to sleep because I they left a cliffhanger on me, and so I keep on reading. And then I'm done with the book, and then I'm upset because I'm done with the book. <laughs> yes. And you're like, whoops. Whoops. <laughs> Stayed up too long. Reading is usually a good way to help go to sleep. Um, yeah, because your eyes are moving. Your eye, yeah, I don't know what it is, but it definitely can make you more tired if you aren't tired, you know? Yeah. But And... It's a rule in our house that I can't go on my device at nighttime if I can't sleep. And so reading helps me. And it is calming. And one of the things we do is like, if there's a, the books I prefer are the picture, are the books that are like, they have pictures in between them. Because right. that helps me keep my place. Even <laughs> if I like remember it. Um, but yeah. Cool. So, we need to move on to 
super Neva questions. Mm-hmm. And what is going to happen is we are going to do, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions as fast as I can, and you're going to answer them as fast as you can. Okay. Are you ready? All right. What's your favorite color? Green. What's your favorite animal? Uh, I love parrots, which I grew up with a parrot, and I love dogs. I love my dog, Xander, who's right over there. (laughs) Hi, Xander. That's awesome. Um, If you could live for the rest of your life, a hot tub, like a mini hot, like a regular-sized hot tub, like the one that's at a hotel, filled with hot fudge for the rest of your life, or a giant deep pool, like the ones that go to like eight, nine feet or so, full uh-huh. of marshmallows, like humongous marshmallows. I choose that one because I can carve stuff. <laughs> yeah, the hot fudge sounds really messy. <laughs> yeah. I actually have a swam in a pool of marshmallows before. Have you? Have? Yes, I have. You know you can do it at a place called Candytopia, which is I here. to go. Here in Los Angeles and Santa Monica, they have a giant pool filled with marshmallows, and I have pictures of it on my Instagram. So you can see me and Sherry swimming in that pool of marshmallows. I need to go. Yes, you need to go to there. (laughs) Yeah. So with the marshmallows, they could get messy out here in Arizona because it does get hot, even though it's been like a freezer out here. It does get very hot, so things melt. You know we're going to be in Arizona in about a month? Me and Sherry are going to the Tucson Festival of Books. Oh, we have a booth there, which is um, March second and third at the University of Arizona. Awesome! So if you're around, make sure you come and stop by and say hi because we're going to be signing books and we have a whole big whimsical booth. uh, Ooh, yeah, that's awesome. I'll definitely see if we can. Yes, time to Um, work on the begging. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather have? The superpower of flight or invisibility? Invin- invisibility. Flight. Flight. <laughs> yes. I want both because I would be the master of hide and go seek. Because <laughs> I could just be standing, and then if someone went to walk by me, just fly up, and then no one would see me. It would be awesome. I just dream of not having to sit in traffic here in Los Angeles. So flight sounds amazing to me. <laughs> You know, I've had dreams where I can fly, and I've always been scared because it feels real. It feels like I'm actually flying, and I've always been scared that I'm going to fly up too high because <laughs> it was like riding a roller coaster. You can't really control it, and so it was like the dreams I needed to control my flying better. <laughs> I know. I always have those dreams, too, and it feels really real when I'm in them, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, of course I can fly. Why haven't I done this more? <laughs> Yeah, and then I, I wake up and I'm sad I'm so that I can't. Like, oh, yeah, I can't fly. Mm. It's like a, a food dream. Mm-hmm. It gets me hungry, so if I'm like dream, dreaming about tacos or something, <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, oh, those were, weren't real. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I would, the I good news is your dreams can come true real easily with tacos, true. especially if it's Tuesday. That is very true. And I actually had a dream once where our house was haunted and I was flying over a bunch of these creepy beings, monsters or whatever. And I remember I was flying 
but it was like our old house had a, like a shorter like roof and so i was like up to the very top and i was like scraping my back on it oh no <laughs> it was not a fun dream um if you could have a pet unicorn or a pet dragon which would you have or both? Uh, I'd probably say a dragon, but my wife, Sherry, will definitely say unicorn when you ask her that because that's her favorite thing in the world. That's awesome. <laughs> I would say both because if I get them out of ba- as babies, they'll grow up together. And then my dog would be the baby of the family because she's a baby. But mm-hmm. like, they could take me anywhere. You know, like, we actually had a unicorn at our wedding. Oh, I was looking at your bio and I saw the picture. It's right. That's awesome. <laughs> I think it's on uh, Sherry's Instagram, uh, at nice. Sherry underscore Fink, S-H-E-R-I. So if you want to check out a real-life unicorn at our wedding, make sure you check that out. That's awesome. Would, if you could be an elf or a gnome, which would you be? What kind of elf is this? Because there's so many different kinds of elves. There's like... Elves what type of elf would you want to be? Or the elves from Lord of the Rings who are really cool and can, you know, shoot arrows? Like, which elf is this? Any elf you want to be. <laughs> Probably an elf. An elf? <laughs> a cool elf, though, that, like, lives in the forest in a, and, um, you know, has the... was really big and glimmering and has the long ears. Like, yeah. not, not a Keebler elf. I don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to make cookies in the shirt? Cookies would be good, though. Oh, they, I think you would have it. a never-ending <laughs> supply. That's right. Mm. All right, I'd be a Keebler elf. <laughs> if you could have a pet pig or, or a pet monkey, which would you have? <laughs> That's a tough one. I'm not going to say both because I would choose both. <laughs> you said both to everything so far. <laughs> I, hmm. What do you think, Xander? Do you want to live with a, a monkey or a pig? I would choose a you pig. You probably eat the pig, so I'll go with monkey. <laughs> see, I would choose the pig because you can train them like dogs. And my dog, she doesn't have any teeth, so she wouldn't eat the pig. Oh, okay. That's a good idea. And plus, they would get along, and they'd be like all friends. Pet pigs have always looked very cute, though, and they're they're yeah. very smart. Yeah, but they're like dogs. So you can tell them to go outside. Oh, nice! It'd be, it'd be like having another dog, except <laughs> they oink. That'd be the only downside. That's true. Okay. So we sadly have to wrap up, but really fast. Can you remind people where they can go to find out more about you? Yeah, our uh, website for Whimsical World is at whimsicalworldbooks.com, and that's where you can go to get uh, signed and personalized books from us. Our books, of course, are everywhere, like Amazons and Barnes & Nobles, but if you go to our website, it's very special because you can order through our website and get signed and personalized books, however you like. You can put in special requests, and we send you fun Whimsical World packages with the books. Oh, that's really cool. And uh, um, my social media is at Derek. Derek Taylor Kent for everything. Awesome. And DerekTaylorKent.com is my personal website. Awesome. And again, definitely go check him out because he is super fun and definitely a kid at heart. So, Derek, will you please join me in the sign-off? Sure. All right. 
Remember, kids, we all have superpowers, and we can we change, can change the, world. the world. Awesome. Thank you so much, Derek. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Superpower Up podcast, Superpower Kids edition. Go now to superpowerkids.com and discover your superpowers today. Hey.